Thank you for subscribing and listening to the CERT News Podcast. This episode of the podcast goes along with the March issue of the CERT News that is located at www.unf.edu slash CERT slash newsletters. All of our posts and more can also be found on the CERT knowledge base at cert.domains.unf.edu. My name is Shelby Scanlon, and I'm the communications coordinator in CERT. This episode of the podcast is all about Open Educational Resources, or OER. First up is Jan Sutton to tell you all about the new OER initiative at UNF. Hi, my name is Jan Sutton. I'm a senior instructional designer with CERT, and I will be talking with you today about Open Educational Resources Reimagined. Open educational resources are free, openly licensed course materials you can use in your courses instead of costly, tightly controlled textbooks. The fundamental philosophical perspective of open education is that learning materials should be freely accessible for students. At UNF, we support this philosophy by providing incentives for instructors to adopt OERs. During OE week, which is March 6th through 10th, we will kick off the new UNF Open Educational Resources Initiative. Existing OER frameworks helped us reimagine our new initiative. The OER lifecycle highlights the following steps an educator uses to adopt and or create OERs. Find, compose, adapt, use, and share. Another OER model attributed to David Wiley applies the 5R activities retain, revise, remix, reuse, and redistribute. Here's a brief introduction to our new faculty model. Level 1, OE Textbook Review. Evaluate the open textbook resources in your field, write a brief report, and receive an educational media kit as compensation for this work. This entry-level opportunity invites you to conduct preliminary research to determine what resources may be available in your discipline. Level 2. Retain and reuse. Find and replace your existing course materials with OERs and or library materials. Level 3. Revise and remix. Create your own materials by revising or remixing existing OERs. This might mean that you use an existing open education chapter but revise it to better align with your academic needs. And finally, level four, author. Author your own textbook. We will guide you through the process of using Pressbooks to create a new openly licensed textbook. You could receive a stipend ranging from an educational media kit reward all the way to $2,000 depending on engagement level and completion. More information about the initiative can be found on our Open Educational Resources Initiative page. To learn more about our new initiative and meet your colleagues who have paved the way, join us during OE Week at the following events. CERT and the Thomas G. Carpenter Library are excited to bring you multiple ways to develop and integrate OE resources into your courses. We will provide novice level OER development options all the way to authoring your own textbooks. For a more descriptive overview of each event, please visit our OE Week page. OER Initiative Faculty Panel Discussion 
You can interact with a panel of UNF faculty who will share their experience and tips for integrating OE materials in their courses. Pressbooks, learn about a tool that can, use, can be used to author your own custom course materials. We also will have Affordability Counts Initiative where you can find out how the UNF Affordability Counts Initiative can support low-cost instructional materials for students. OE Week Kickoff. In this overview session, you will learn more about open educational resources and the OER initiative, including new opportunities at UNF to author your own OE resource. And then finally, we have the Open Textbook Review Workshop, which the purpose of this workshop is to guide you through how to locate open textbooks that are freely available for you and your students within your field with the option to earn rewards. We are looking forward to how you will reimagine your classes using OERs. My name is Rob Rose. I am an instructional designer with CERT here at UNF. And the title of this article is Why Authoring Your Own Open Educational Resource Might Be Right for You. In April of 2022, faculty members at UNF were invited to respond to a survey that asked for information and feedback about issues related to the use of Open Educational Resources, or OER. OE resources are educational materials, including texts, courses, audio, video, and more, that either exist in the public domain or that provide users with permission to freely retain, reuse, revise, remix, and redistribute. Of the 117 faculty who responded to that survey, 57% reported an interest in exploring the creation of their own OE resources. This number includes 17% who said that they were very likely to create their own OER materials. In order to respond to this demand, UNF has adapted its OER initiative to include new outlets for faculty to author their own OER content. We are now partnering with Pressbooks to provide a tool for faculty to be able to create their own OE resources that can ultimately be used within their courses and provide students with free access to that content. The question that this raises is why? Why would a faculty member want to author their own OER? We can acknowledge that most of us want to reduce the cost of education for students whenever possible. So why not just adapt or adopt already existing OE content? If you've ever searched for OE content before, you may know that there are several trends that faculty report. We suggest that these trends might serve as an answer as to why instructors might want to author their own OE resources. Number one, there's a lot of OE content out there, but not all of it is right for your course. Many faculty report that there are several options for open texts that have the same title or topic as the course they teach, but the content is not the best fit for their course or for their students. One reason for creating your own OE resource is that it gives you the ability to create quality content that can be fine-tuned to meet the precise needs that exist in your course. And number two, while some, subjects have, while some subjects have a plethora of open content, for others, there's nothing. Some faculty report that certain subjects have no open resources available. 
In those instances, authoring an OE text gives you the ability to both meet a demand and establish yourself as a relevant voice in your field. And number three, creating your own OE resource can be used in the promotion and tenure process. Faculty might also consider the way in which their own OER efforts can play a role in promotion and tenure. Open textbook authoring can contribute to both the research and teaching elements of the P&T process, while having the added benefit of reducing costs for students. We encourage you to visit the CERT website to see how you can include your OER work in your promotion and tenure portfolio. Now, if authoring your own OE resources is something you would like to consider exploring, there are four things we might recommend doing next. Number one, during OE week, March 6th through 10th, consider signing up for one or more of the workshops that CERT will offer. This includes a panel discussion where several UNF faculty will discuss efforts that they have undertaken to adopt and author OER into their courses. OE Week will also include a session on the use of press books to author your own content. Number two, you can also participate in the new OER initiative in our summer cohort, where you will, where you will receive support in authoring your own OE content and receive a $2,000 stipend for your efforts. Number three, if these suggestions seem overwhelming, consider reviewing an OE resource to evaluate existing options by joining our Open Textbook Review Workshop. More information about all of these options are available on the CERT website by going to Instructional Design Support and looking for Open Educational Resources. Finally, number four, you can also email me, Rob Rose, one of our instructional designers in CERT, to ask questions and explore the best option that would be the right fit for you. My email address is r.rose at unf.edu. That's r.rose at unf.edu. As mentioned throughout this podcast, you have many options for ways to acquire, adapt, or create OE content. I'm Sabrina Whitaker, Coordinator of Training Insert, and I'm going to be talking about Canvas Commons an extensive library of digital resources that are available directly within Canvas. So what is Canvas Commons? Commons is a learning object repository that enables educators to find, import, and share resources with other Canvas users across the globe. A digital library full of educational content Commons allows Canvas users to share learning resources and import those resources into a Canvas course. With Canvas Commons, you can create a personal learning object repository, build a course from scratch with relevant materials shared by other Canvas users, and create a name for yourself within the Canvas ecosystem as a subject matter expert. You might ask, how do I find content using Canvas Commons? Canvas Commons is available to you directly within Canvas. To access Commons, log into Canvas, then look for the Commons link on the blue global navigation menu. Once inside, you'll find more than 250,000 items to choose from. A resource, a resource in Commons can be a course, module, quiz, assignment, discussion, page, document, video, image, or audio file. You can search for keywords such as author, 
institution, title, outcome, consortium, or group. As you search, you can preview content while you decide if it's right for you. You have the option of importing the content you found into an existing course or sandbox, or downloading the content to be imported later. If you're not sure how you'd like to use the resource, but it is of interest to you, add it to your favorites. If you're on the fence, you can check to see if anyone has left a review of the resource in question. How do I share content using Canvas Commons? In the spirit of OER, you may want to make your learning resources available to other instructors in your field. You can choose to share an entire course or smaller bits of educational content. When you share, you can choose what type of content license is appropriate for your work, as well as who you'd like to have access to it. What if I need support? If you need additional information, Instructure provides a host of Commons guides that take you through every aspect, from searching for resources to sharing your own content. You can visit their website at community.canvaslms.com. That's community.canvaslms.com. We hope you find Canvas Commons to be a useful tool for finding and sharing course content. If you have any questions or feedback, please let us know. Thanks for listening. As mentioned throughout this podcast, open educational resources are free, openly licensed course materials you can use in your courses. In honor of the upcoming OE week, which is March 6th through the 10th, the creative team has put together some of our favorite OER staff picks to get you thinking about OER in the eyes of the creative team. I'll start with my pick, podcasts. If you're looking for open educational resources, consider exploring podcasts. These are digital audio files usually produced in a series, which can be downloaded to a personal device or streamed through a podcasting service like the one you're currently listening to this episode on. Podcasts are available to the public at no cost and are designed with accessibility in mind. In addition to the audio content, podcast creators often provide transcripts, links to additional materials, and online forums for listeners to engage in further discussion. If you're interested in creating your own podcast, CERT staff can help you with recording and setting up a website for your show using WordPress. Next up is Dave Wilson. Hello, I'm Dave Wilson, Associate Director in CERT. When I think of open educational resources, my first thoughts go to media and digital collections instead of books and assignments. Digital collections can include all types of records, many with copyright-free images, maps, movies, and audio recordings. Some famous digital collections include the Library of Congress Digital Collections, formerly called the American Memory Collections, and its copycats like Florida Memory and Virginia Memory, the New York Public Library Digital Collections, and Harvard Digital Collections. I recommend Smithsonian Open Access. It has a vast collection of media, including 3D models and data sets and the presentation is exemplary. The Smithsonian brings the collection to life. Each piece has a story, and there is a tool for creating lessons and projects. If you're interested in digital collections, have questions, or want to talk about them, reach out to me or contact the real experts in the library. 
Hypothesis is a digital annotation tool that was first made available more than 10 years ago. In an article titled Reimagining Peer Review, Hypothesis founder and CEO Dan Whaley demonstrated that this tool provides an annotation layer on top of any web page using, quote, open standards controlled by Internet citizens instead of website owners, end quote. To get started using Hypothesis, there is a simple sign-up process to get a free account. You can either install an extension or add a bookmark in your browser. From there, you can begin annotating any page, PDF, blog post, or whatever by highlighting the text and adding your comments. The idea is not new, but the implementation is free, open source, and designed to benefit the general public and not a corporation. You can begin by going to web.hypothes.is and creating your account. There is even the ability to use Hypothesis in Canvas with your students. If you do decide to sign up, there's a great example of annotations that have been added to the article Introducing Hypothesis for Education. The Annotation Starter Assignment Workshop Google Slide Deck is a great resource to get started, and there are also several videos on their YouTube channel. If you have questions, please contact CERT for more information. Hi, my name is Wendy Pogue and I am the Coordinator of Accessibility and my pick is the OER Accessibility Toolkit by the University of British Columbia. If a resource is not accessible to people with disabilities, is it really open access? The OER Accessibility Toolkit is an excellent resource for content creators to create truly open and accessible educational resources. This toolkit is intended for the non-technical user and provides suggestions, best practices, and a checklist for OER accessibility. The OER Accessibility Toolkit also provides additional resources that expand upon the basics that are covered. Check out the CERT Knowledge Base at cert.domains.unf.edu for links to the Accessibility Toolkit. Thank you for listening. For question or comments, please visit us on the web. Have a great day!